0: The information, opinions, and recommendations presented on Behind the Book podcast are for general information and entertainment purposes only. This podcast should not be considered professional or betting advice. The Behind the Book podcast does not reflect the views of Ameristar Casino Resort Spa Blackhawk or Penn National Gaming. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the Behind the Book podcast, a sports betting podcast brought to you by the team at Ameristar Casino Resort and Spa in Blackhawk. My name is Jenny Kramer. Uh, Today we're doing a special U.S. Open edition of the podcast, and I am joined today by Ethan Frew, Colin McLean, and our special guest today, Caleb Drain. Caleb, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, thank you for having me, by
1: the way. Uh, My name is Caleb. I'm a promotions administrator here at Blackhawk. I have been with the team since February. I've been working in gaming for a little over a year and a half and super excited to be here.
0: Right on. Um, so,
1: what are your favorite sports teams? Uh, so, I'm a big Kansas City guy. I'm big Chiefs and Royals fans. We've had some some low points, some high points. Uh, Royals are keeping me low, but Chiefs
0: are kind of bringing me up a little bit. So, right on. Well, thanks for joining us today. All right, so let's get started with a little bit about U.S. Open Championship history, Ethan.
2: All right. So, the 122nd U.S. Open. This year, it is going to be played at The Country Club, which is one of the oldest country clubs in the United States, just outside of Boston, Massachusetts. If you've seen the movie Greatest Game Ever Played, uh, the famous Francis We Mets victory in 1913, this is the same course where that was played and where the movie is from. So, pretty cool there. It's also hosted four U.S. Opens and one Ryder Cup. A lot of history, a lot of prestige. Great game back in 1913. Feels like <laughs> it was yesterday watching that. Technology's improved just a little bit since then.
0: So is this the, the oldest Masters or, or a major?
2: This is going to be one of the oldest uh, country clubs in the U.S. where they've hosted a major.
0: Yes. Okay. Very cool. Yes. So let's get into betting favorites.
2: Yeah. So Rory McIlroy coming in at number one with a 10 to 1 odds um, from his win last weekend in Canada. Pretty awesome win for him. I, I really do like him. I do think that. Uh, Ten to one's a little, little low. I think there's not a lot of value there, but I would love to see Roy take home another major. What do I kind of don't
0: like how they will pick the person who won the last tournament and then automatically make them the favorite because like nobody does that. Scotty Scheffler did that a little bit earlier this year, but like other than like Tiger Woods, nobody really does that on the regular.
2: No, it's. I mean, it's clearly so difficult to win on the PGA Tour, let alone multiple weeks in a row. I will say the one. Um, other side of that is that Roy McIlroy is a guy at one time who was as dominant as Tiger Woods, so but he definitely he's not now. That's true. He definitely has the capability, though, which I you can't say the same yeah. for most guys. What do you think, Caleb?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, nobody's Tiger. I'll give you that one, Ethan, for Let's sure. <laughs> um, but I mean, like Jenny was saying, to kind of like double or repeat wins like that is very rare, and yeah. I don't see him doing it. Colin, what do you think? Well, see, man, he looked good when he was playing. Um, he's
3: been, you know, Roy's been pretty silent as, as far as wins go lately. I feel like he's he's always almost an underdog lately, and now he's the favorite. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It is funny, though, because I feel like
2: every major, regardless of how he's playing, he's usually in, like, that top ten most likely to win just because of his history with majors. It's easy to forget that he has four majors. Right. It's pretty crazy. But, um, yeah, we'll see. But he had a long drought, right? Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, it's been, I think, almost 10 years since he's won a major. Yeah, he's been struggling. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Golden Boy of the PGA Tour. I also thought it was pretty cool to see him win with everything going on for the Live Tournament. Mm-hmm. Just when you have the goody two-shoes, Golden Boy of the Tour yeah. winning in a pretty convincing fashion with a pretty awesome leaderboard, definitely was a dream scenario for the PGA
3: Tour. Yeah. Money
2: versus skill there almost. Yeah, totally. And again, there's still history and prestige at stake and everything. And that's something that the Live Golf League is not going to be able to have for the foreseeable future. For so we'll see.
0: 122 years. Um, <laughs> John Rahm is the defending champion. Remember at the beginning of the year when he was literally like, he was the odds on favor to win everything? And like, what has happened since? He Every has won tournament? No tournaments. Right? No, I
2: mean, I've been saying he's a little overrated. I don't know what everyone else <laughs> thinks, but. You think he's getting the yips? I don't think he's getting the yips. That's a scary (laughs) word. You don't even want to say that (laughs) around those guys. Ever since they pulled the COVID
3: card on him, man, that's when, you know, I think things started to go downhill.
2: Oh my gosh. That was a crazy scenario. What? How could you have predicted during a COVID season, you have a guy leading the
3: tournament by, I think it was like three or four strokes at the time. He was, he was like in contention to win without a doubt.
2: Yeah. And then on the 18th green on Saturday, they said, oh, hey, sorry, you're going to have to withdraw from the tournament. I mean, that is insane.
0: Uh other notable players, Phil Mickelson, 80 to 1 odds. He's playing in this tournament. Have you
2: guys watched his latest? No, US you wanna Open give us a rundown? I mean, it was weird, to be honest. For those that have seen it, I'm sure they they think the same thing. Didn't really get a give a lot of information. Kinda looked a little depressed, sad, it just The way that it was described to me that I think makes the most sense is he looked like a guy who was guilty, and he knew everybody else knows he's guilty.
0: But here's my question, though. I thought all PGA Tour players who went to live got suspended from PGA Tour events moving forward. That is correct. That does
2: not include the major championships. So the major championships, are they're ran by different uh, companies, Gotcha. and they have came out and said that at least for the U.S. Open and the British Open, they will be allowing
0: all of the players that went to live to play can you imagine how awkward that be like you kind of like go down this other path that all your coworkers have something to say something about rory um and then you have to show up and do press at the u.s open like just awkward city
2: it was definitely strange um it'll be interesting to see what augusta does because they can do whatever they want they have a long time to see but i would be interested if they allow those players imagine if dustin johnson doesn't get invited to the master's dinner that'd be crazy Oh Right, right. and also another thing is I don't know if this is confirmed yet But I think there's a very good chance They're not going to be allowed to play on the Ryder Cup teams right. Which I, I guess they probably don't
3: care that much Since they went and played Where they're playing at now They're going to have to go deep into the, to the bench then If that's going to be the situation for the Ryder Cup Wouldn't you think? Uh, yeah, so
2: Dustin Johnson and Bryson I think that's right. it for the United States team But for, for the European team That's quite a lot of players But what has
0: Bryson done this year?
2: He hasn't done a ton, but he was a good asset for the Ryder Cup team. But, yeah, he hasn't done a ton. I can't wait to watch him play, though, on the Live Golf League. What do you think, Caleb? Have you been watching the Live League at all? I have not been watching the Live League, but
1: I you was, didn't. You didn't subscribe? I did not subscribe. No, unfortunately not.
0: <laughs> I thought it was but just on YouTube.
3: <laughs> As of right um, now, so I, I – I think that's the only streaming service that's on. I so mean, subscription's free. <laughs>
0: Anybody Still not on YouTube, for now I,
2: they're gonna have to partner with some type of streaming service or company at some point but as of right now yeah you can just go on their website or youtube and just watch it for free so, so who thinks cool. phil makes the cut Ooh, that is a good question i'd love to know what the odds are for that i'll say no just because I, I want him not to i'm also going to say no not because i don't want him to i just don't
1: think he's been playing enough golf he didn't play that well for the live league either i think it would kind of check that narrative though because I mean, now it's starting to just turn into, I'm going to say, excess drama. You know, like (laughs) Rory's saying that it's took the easy way out, things like that. And then if he doesn't make the cut, it's just going to make it worse. And everyone's going to be like, look, that's like the – The amateurs.
0: I think it's a little more complicated than
3: that.
1: Oh, it definitely is. Because he's washed.
0: I mean, he won one last year, but that was kind of a fluke.
2: Right, yeah. So I definitely think it's a lot more complex
3: than that. I'm looking at the Barstool app right now, and there are no odds for old Phil on there to make the cut yet. So Interesting. I don't know if that's a fluke or if that's just. I bet they're
2: pretty similar to when Tiger was playing in the majors. I think somewhere around like minus 150, something like that. So we'll see.
0: Justin Thomas is 14-1 to odds. He's seeking a second consecutive major after winning PGA Championship, and he finished second last week. What do we think about his chances? Are you guys JT guys? Not really. Really? Not really, but he is hot right now.
2: Colin? JT
3: hater. Sorry.
2: (laughs) What? Really? I love JT. I think he's awesome. I think he is perfect. He's another kind of poster boy for the PGA Tour. He is. I really like him this week. He, uh almost won last week he was down by one shot um but Roy just took it home but um yeah I, I like JT a lot that surprises me I feel like he's a pretty likable guy but um yeah we'll see uh especially after the when he had on the PGA championship I saw a stat that was pretty crazy that he was down eight shots on Sunday going into that tournament and won it's pretty outrageous so can't count him out ever
0: Brooks Koepka is eighteen to one. He's been pretty quiet this year too. He's another guy who they like to advertise a lot, but I haven't seen a whole lot out of him this year. He's chasing his fifth major. Um, he would be one of nineteen players in history with five five major wins. Um, what do you think about Brooks? I mean, he just had his wedding. Ludacris was there. We all saw the videos. I did ones. see that.
2: I did see that. Those dance moves were questionable, but it's another conversation. <laughs> yeah. I did see a crazy statistic about Brooks Kepka. So. Brooks Kepka has lost to four golfers total in the last four U.S. Opens. He's beaten or tied 616 of 620 players and hasn't won. That is pretty crazy. So it's hard not to count him out again. Another guy, he just shows up out of nowhere for the majors.
0: Good. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. Hockey fans, join us in the Barstool Sportsbook at Ameristar Casino Resort Spa in Blackhawk to see the playoffs bigger than life on our 24-foot video wall. The atmosphere will be electric. Place a minimum bet of $50 on hockey in the Barstow Sportsbook and be entered to win autographed jerseys and other memorabilia. Download the Barstool Sportsbook app to place your bets from anywhere in Colorado. Register in the app now and get a $1,000 new player bonus. If your first bet loses, get an equal free bet up to $1,000 in online bonus cash. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: Welcome back to Behind the Book Sports Betting Podcast. Let's get into some of our picks for the week. I want to start with Kramer's
0: calls. What do you got, Jenny? So in a matchup pick for the U.S. Open, I'm going to take Sunjay M at plus 130 over Mito Pereira and Eric Von Ruyen. I like that bet. How do you say his last name? I don't know. Yeah, but I know Mito's your guy. Sorry.
2: Mito is pretty cool. I mean, I'm just glad that he was able to make up for his horrific defeat at the PGA Championship. I like that bet a lot, though.
0: All right. Will Zalatoris. I'm going to pick him as a top 20 finisher at plus 130. And then my long shot, I feel like picking a winner is always kind of a long shot. That's why you get the great odds. But anyway, my pick for winner is going to be Jordan Spieth. So he is chasing, what, his fifth? Fourth? Yeah, uh, one of the two. Another
2: guy. Crazy how many majors he's racked up. I think his Fourth.
0: So yes. I'm going to take Jordan Spieth at plus 2,800. Nice. Yeah. Colin better call Cole.
3: So my first pick, I'm singling out Ethan here because <laughs> Let's go. I hate Patrick Reed so much. So I am taking Patrick Reed to miss the cut, and he is at plus 108. Um, there is absolutely no logic behind this pick. It is strictly out of pure hate. hate pick, yeah. Yes, and I couldn't be happier if he misses the cut. Um
0: to, wait, why don't you like Patrick Reed so much? I
3: just never have. I just he's had so many just asterisks in his career. You Captain
0: know. America, baby.
3: He again, there's no I can't back this up with any solid evidence, but he's just cheated his whole career. Well, from college to the from college to to the
2: pros. I like it. There's been a couple emotional bets on here, so it won't be the first or yes, the last.
3: It definitely won't be the last. Um And I'm going to follow that up. So I'm going to be tailing Jenny, actually. So I actually already have Jordan Spieth to win. Um, I've got him paired along to not only win, but to be the leader after the first round. Cool.
2: Nice. Bold. Just kidding. So we do have a new segment with
1: Caleb being here. Mm -hmm. Drains, dimes. What do you got for us this week? Uh, First off, kudos on the name. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to do Scotty Scheffler to win at plus 1400, kind of been hot all season, kind of been big fan following him all year. Uh I also take Patrick Cantley in the top 5. That's going to be at plus 450. Mm. That one just kind of He's always there. he's kind of just lingering around. I just never seen him like close it out, but I yeah. kind of hope he's up there in that top 5. And then just kind of mix it up a little bit on the miss the cuts that Colin was doing. Uh, Colin Markawa to miss the cut at plus 225. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Where's that? That's coming? a bold okay. pick. There, um, yeah.
2: I bet he's going to be a big favorite. Like a lot of people are going to bet him this
3: he's, week. He's, uh, I believe, to it's win like the tournament. To one. He's like, no, I think he's like plus 3,200 to win the entire thing. So, Oh, I actually have it right here. He is 16 to 1 win also going to be would be his third
1: consecutive year of winning a major but i love it that's a very unique one kind of just wanted to mix it up but he's also i mean he's pretty solid off the t box and on the approach but he is he does kind of struggle on the greens i mean they said he was like ranked 182nd and strokes gained majority around the green and then all of these players if you've been kind of like checking the news and stuff uh, like Justin Thomas says that the greens on this course specifically and, quote, diabolical, especially like the 11th hole, he said there's not a single flat spot on there. And, I mean, that's a par 3, 130 yards, and people are not thinking hole-in-one there because it's just of how aggressive the greens are. So Ethan's always thinking hole-in-one on a par 3. Always. Hey, hole-in-one round 1 was plus 350, so, I mean, you might want to ride that. I like it. Those are some good picks. Never know.
2: <laughs> All right. Save the best for last. Eat some <laughs> Get that cheddar. Back the Brinks trick up. Shout out Gilbert while he's not here. So my first pick is going to be Jordan Spieth, top 20 at plus 100. I did that for good value. I thought about top 10 at plus 260, but I just thought for plus, plus value at, at top 20 still, you should take that. Jordan Speeth's iron play and short game around the greens are going to give him an edge. He's the up and down king. Um, if his putter is working well, he's always dangerous in majors. He would have more than one win for sure this year if he had been putting better. And he's also so fun to watch. I mean, there's not many guys that can hit a driver 60 yards right of the fairway and find a way to make a birdie or par. So I like Jordan Spieth. What Colin alluded to earlier, Captain America, pick number two, Patrick Reed at a top 20 finish at plus 290. Now, let me back this up with some statistics here, unlike someone else. Since 2018, Reed hasn't finished worse than T32 in the US Open. He has four top 20s in that same span. He has a great short game, which will be important again around the Tiny Greens. It's his first tournament since announcing he will play in the Live Golf League, which is really the reason why I liked it. Because in the past, he plays better when he's in the limelight, particularly for negative reasons. The more people hate on him, I think the better Patrick Reed plays. So. I see him having a big finish this week and being motivated by all that hatred around the Live Golf League, Patrick Reed, whatever, and I like the villains of golf, so I'm excited to see what Patrick Reed does this week. Finally, pick number three, I'm going to take a Rory McIlroy top 10 after round one at plus 300. He's obviously coming off a hot weekend, and if you look at his statistics in the majors for the first rounds, he either shoots like seven under or two over, so he's either going to come out super hot or super cold um and he cares a lot about history and prestige that's something that's clearly important to him based on the comments he said already about the Lip golf league and the tour and whatnot so i think that this tournament is going to mean a lot to him and i see him having a great week i also bet on him last week if you listened, and i hope you guys cashed out with that plus 800 bet um so i'm on the rory train i'm riding it so that's ethan's easies back it up get the brink struck here Gilbert so better tell. much tail.
0: biting going on there. Sorry Gilbert, don't take a day off. Um, I took that.
2: I think that's a compliment to Gilbert. <laughs>
0: that's true. Um, I think that's it for today, but thank you everybody who uh, listened. Don't forget starting tomorrow Avs, Stanley Cup finals. It's going down. Barstool Sports book is going to have the best watch parties. In Colorado, it's going to be the best atmosphere. I think we talked about this a little bit on the last episode, but I just want to remind people to get here early. Seating is first come, first serve. The game starts at 6. We're going to be doing a promotion. We didn't mention this part last time. Mm -hmm. So... If you make a $50 minimum bet on hockey, um, you're going to be entered to win in our drawings. We're going to do a drawing during each intermission period, and you can win some great gear like autographed abs, jerseys, pucks, mini helmets, and others. Other guys, guys, here's the thing.
2: Can you get all that stuff when you're watching at the bar? Absolutely not. The environment, the gifts, the promotions. This is all stuff exclusively at Ameristar Blackhawk. Take advantage of it while you can. Go abs.
0: Exactly. It's going to be rowdy. We have excellent giveaways. Um, So, yeah, if you haven't already picked a place to watch with your friends, get them up here. We will be hosting watch parties for every game, home and away, for the Stanley Cup Finals. We're going to take it home. I'll be at the parade. Ethan will be at work. That is true. Thanks for listening. RIP the dream. (laughs) We'll catch you guys on Friday.